Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. And now, The Bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. What's up, everybody? What's up, dogs? It's The Bonfire. We're back in the studio, everyone. Back at NYC. It's Faction Talk, Sirius XM 103. I'm Big J Okerson. That hunk, of, that hunk of hilarious Stop. over there is Dan Soder. Stop. Your packaging always gets me. The crew. I'm so excited. The crew's all back together. I know Jacob hates it with a passion, but he's here. Jacob Batata, everybody. And, of course. He's in his concrete bl- hell. Our black king, the black tiger, Lewis Johnson. Christy Marie Evans. And thank God. Oh, I mean, my lord, we are on a full-on Amber Alert today for Lou Witzke. <laughs> Thank God, DJ Lou Witzke. I I reached out to your brother via tech, via Instagram. You did? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we were. I was pretty sure you were dead. It was a code yellow. About to go code red. Yeah, I th- just thought you were dead. Why? I made it to every single show. You I did? Yeah, of both of yours. I don't think I missed a, an event. I don't know if you missed an event at all either, but you were fun at some of them. Sure didn't see you at the parish. <laughs> What Lou, do you mean? I was there. Lou got... You fucking killed it. Lou got goosed, goosed on the last night. Um, he came out back in the alley after your show, after the worst. I hadn't seen him that day mm-hmm. until then. And he came out hammered. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I watched Michelle, before she lit a cigarette, study him. <laughs> I watched I watched Michelle do a full reading of... Uh, an ocular reading of Lou in the back. <laughs> Man, is she great. Uh, she's Michelle great. is Michelle great. Hard, but what she's... a bonding experience. Oh, yeah. Watching her and Lou. And she, you can, by the way, this Thursday, hear the Live from Moon Tower show. I would argue to say one of our best live shows. It was so fun. Yeah, it was very you, fun. Jacob fucking did Pageantry. amazing. Pageant. Amazing. Black Lou on the ones and twos. You, you'll see. It was great. Jessica Kirsten was fucking hilarious. We had a great time. The whole show. So that's this Thursday. Uh from Enjoy. 5 to 7 on Faction Talk. By the way, this is The Bonfire. Sirius XM, Faction Talk 103. Did you say that? All of it. I announced the entire crew. Damn, I'm high. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. Leflerf. Austin Lou is fantastic to watch, though. He's good He's good so people watching. He's a good yeah, person watching. When you can spot him, because he is. like He'll just disappear and you won't see him. He zips and zaps. He's you, all over the place. Do you feel, do you feel alive in Austin? Yeah, I do, and uh, the campaign didn't hurt either. Damn, dude, so we should say the uh, Antones, the venue, was shipped a couple cases of some campaign, and they sold it during Moon Tower, and Lou drank a lot of campaign. By the way, You drank some too, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I will say also, every show I did moving forward from Bonfire at Antones, which was several, Comedy Jam every night, 
um, people in the audience were drinking campaign. Oh, that's great. They'd hold them up when I came on stage and stuff. <laughs> that's really I'd cool. make jokes. I'm like, oh, you guys are all whacked out on canned wine. And they'd, like, and they'd all hold them up in the air. <laughs> that's great. Um, yeah, they were loving it. I heard the uh, Austin PD sent Jacob's brother a bouquet for all the Deweys. They, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. They thank, go, God honestly, thank God it's a walk in town. They go, we, we're thinking about building another bridge just because. Thank God it is a walking town. Um, yeah, DJ Lou on the last night. See, uh, Dan's a bit of a of a of an early bird on hanging too too late. And I get it; it's like a drinky fucking. Yeah, everyone's thing drunk and it's. Um, but I will say, when you go back, you you miss just like the real underbelly of the festival where it starts things start getting heated up uh, and exciting. DJ Lou on the last night of Comedy Jam. Jason Sklar of the Randy and Jason Sklar, the Sklar brothers, who are absolutely fantastic. When we go to LA, we need to have them in studio. Or they're if, amazing. If they're not here first. They're so funny. They're so fucking funny, and they're such great guys. I love seeing the Sklar brothers. Um, they're just yeah, they're 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 lighthouses at a at a festival. You're like, yeah, hell yeah, dude. And they also Let's when go they, over there, they used to do commentary on the Moon Tower Ping Pong tournament. Yeah, and it's always funny. It's very yeah, very it funny. Great. They do it. Yeah. They did uh, one of my favorite things ever on Comedy Jam this year that just became a thing the entire weekend, from Thursday, Friday, and Saturday on. They sang Centerfold by Jay Giles Band. Yeah. And you know, at the end of the song, it has like a false ending. It sounds <laughs> like it's done, and then they go, two, three, shake it, da da and it comes back one yeah. more time. So they did it at the end of their song like three times. They did like the, they'd end it again after like the thing, yeah. and then it'd be like, all right, guys, thank you so much. Oh, Two, three, shake it, it. Angel is a centerfold. Just the na-na-nas. Oh, just the na-na-nas. Because uh, do you know the part I'm talking about? Yeah, at the very end. Do you actually know what I'm talking yeah. about? Single play. Okay, yeah. No, go to, <laughs> I know the song, but the No, no, go to the end of the song. No, when it, when it dies out and then it, it comes you back. Me, That's the point. It goes two, three. You gave me two options out of that. Right here. I do remember that now. So... They did they, it three they, times? They, they brought it back three times. And then uh, when I went on stage, I just kind of like, tapped Joel, and I was like, we're going to do it again. And I got on stage, and I just went, uh, two, three. <laughs> she think. And every time I would do it, the Sklar Brothers come back on stage, <laughs> and, like, and the whole audience is doing it. That's great. And it just for the next three nights at Comedy Jam, it would just come up randomly. And there wasn't one time I was on stage where I didn't do it, except the second night, which was one of the funniest things to me of the weekend. Talk about, it was Friday night, talk about being goosed up on canned wine on campaign. I told Josh and the Sklar brothers, very, I had a powwow with them, to be like, okay guys, when when I go on stage after you guys, because they did it at the end of their song that night too, Mm -hmm. and I go, when I go up tonight, I'm just gonna go, you guys wanna see the most fun thing in the world? And then uh, I was going to do two, three, shika digga and uh, they were going to run out. Scarbo's prepared for that and everything. I went on stage with my can of wine, and I just start talking to the crowd. Oh, too long. I got to sing the goddamn song. And I'm having a good time. And Josh goes, like, he's trying to get me there, and he goes, hey, man, do you want to uh, do the most fun thing in the world? And I went, what? <laughs> he goes, you want to do the most fun thing in the world? I'm like, Josh, do you want to have sex with me? He's like, no, man, the most fun thing in the world. And I go, 
I I get what you're doing, Jeff, but I don't know what the fuck you're talking. I mean, I made such a thing of like, Josh, right? What a jerk off. And he goes, and he's because I'm like, he goes, the two, three, four. I'm like, oh yeah, two, three, shake it, it down. It was so fucking. I had to give Josh his kudos. I go, I was so mean to Josh in that back and forth. I'm yeah, like, he's getting he's you there. 100% right. He goes, it was your idea. Yeah, the just, whole thing was my plan. You're just wine drunk for getting your plan. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and then I sang clocks poorly, but it was fun. Um, but the underbelly, the, the last night of Comedy Jam, Lou came, uh, obliterated, and the Sklar <laughs> brothers, the Sklar brothers, uh, uh, Lou loves them because they're twins also. They identifies, funny. dude. And he's got a lot of twin things. Also drunk Lou uh, is the funniest thing because I, I keep busting his balls with Michelle and I'm like, we got to get him away from that brother and then we're going to, uh, we're going to get you kids uh, shacked up together. And Lou just goes, all right, why don't we just, why don't we kill him then, huh? We'll just kill him then. <laughs> I, I, I remember that. <laughs> uh, we just kill him if it's so bad. I'm like, well, no one said he's so bad. No one said to kill him. He goes, Sklar Brothers are still together. They're, I go, they don't live together, dude. They have families. No, they do. They have to sleep together. All t- it's twin law. And I asked Jason, I said, do you break twin law? So, he's told me. I wonder if to- twins can see other sets of twins clearer like the Matrix. Nope. Like you have twin eyes. Can I tell you something? There was no just bound by twinsies emotion here. I was hoping because- they spoke a language. <laughs> I, I was speaking it. I was definitely speaking it. Zerb job, Dallas, job, job. Lou was speaking it. Speaking back to me though. What? So Jason Sklar, Lou told me now a couple nights how great he thinks the Sklar's are. I'm like, oh, it's awesome. We're gonna have him on the show, dude. And like, I, and I figured like I'll introduce him if the situation calls. Situation never got a chance to call. Jason Sklar popped out for a second and he was like, you know, like wanted to smoke a joint or mm-hmm. something. And he was like, oh yeah. He's like, uh, he's like, any weed out here? And I was like, yeah. And then Lou just. He goes, I'm a twin. I said this a long time ago to you, but I'm a twin. And uh, he goes, and I go, I get it. And then something, he starts, I mean, and Jason Sklar is definitely doing like this. So I, he's like the, okay, guy. And I go, this is Lou. He's the producer of Bonfire. That didn't change things. Lou's like, yeah, and I'm a twin. And I, the, and the thing, and I saw you guys, the first time I saw you guys, did the thing, and he's, and he's like, Cool man, thank you. He's like, no man, you, know, you guys got such a good thing, and it's got, one of the things he says. You have such a good thing, and you guys are gonna be so huge. Like you're, you're still young, you still got time, which is a weird, weird fucking thing to say. Do which one does Lou? Does that hurt knowing you said that? Yeah, dude, that hurts. I do, and I do remember it now that you say it, but I blocked it out. And then, I'm telling you, you, people are saying you're down and out, but I don't see it. I don't see it at all. You still got to zip on the ball. And then. Jason Sklar, like Lou lays a, the whole thing on, and Jason Sklar, like, sort of sarcastically, he goes, thank you, man, that's really, really awesome of you to say that. And Lou goes, and I quote, <laughs> he just had a belly hold, a belly hold, like, giggle noise. It's it was just, me and Michelle looked at each other like, what the fuck was that, It dude? sounded like a, a delightful laugh. Jason Sklar went inside three deli- minutes before he wanted to. A delighted sure. laugh. I mean, it wasn't even, it was, he went like, <laughs> it was so buoyant and happy. Can I have a hug, please? Can I have a hug? <laughs> yes! Thank you so much. Were you just so happy to connect? 
Yes, but I didn't want to connect in that way, so I just let it all out in a quick rapid fire pace. <laughs> he just did it with his cigarettes, like, and you, and twins, and I got, and I know, and you know, and same, him a thing, and that guy. Same womb, same birthday, <laughs> same <laughs> face. In my mind, I think, I think I'm holding back, like, oh, thank God I didn't say that, but I said everything. That's my favorite thing. He, he said to me afterwards, he goes, guys, you don't know. He goes, I'm so drunk. He goes, you don't think of all the things that I, think of all the things that I uh, didn't say. And I go, Lou, you should stop focusing on the things you didn't say and really spend some time on the things you did. <laughs> well, I'll do it again next year, see if he remembers Hell it. yeah, dude. I say do it every year. I wouldn't change a goddamn thing about that moment. My when, he, when he just goes, he goes, all right, cool, man. Thank you very, very much. I appreciate that. My, <laughs> and then he just walked, he beelined inside. And me and Michelle laughed. Michelle laughed so hard she dropped a burger. <laughs> <laughs> she got the burger on the ground. Fuck. So what else, guys? What else? Oh, I'll tell That's you. That's the greatest reality TV ever. If you if you had a camera crew follow him for a weekend in Austin, I guarantee you that you the greatest. Put, TV yeah, we have some. Couldn't get a crew to do. You have we to put have, a body cam on him. We have something like that. Yeah, we have okay. something like that in mind. It's called you and Lou in a place for a week with Black Lou, instigating. The odd the Odd Thruple. Have you heard of it? Big Jim presents The Odd Thruple. Um, I've gotten more on the road since we brought this up. The Odd Thruple, by the way, I've never... Dan, have you on the road had people say... like I've had more people come up to me on the road and be like, yo, The Odd Thruple has to have... I've heard people be like, I'd throw in money to make that happen. People really want to see The Odd Thruple. You got a taste of it this weekend. Oh, yeah, we did. It was great. Oh, and then Lou... Uh, <clears throat> As he's known to do, he stayed for my song, which is very sweet. All your songs and all your comedy. Yeah, all my songs. Got, I'll tell you this. This was the funny thing. So, a, a, a person asked, a little shittily, I think, actually. It wasn't their call, and it's not anybody who was uh, important in the festival or anything, but they were just like, Lou also, the mind blow I watched him go through. So after he has his moment with Jason Sklar, they go inside, and Josh has a guy from the audience who was there every night, Mm-hmm. I think his name's Brad. Good dude. He brought him on stage and let him play guitar for a minute. And the guy started playing. Uh, oh, what the fuck was this? It was a Pearl Jam song, a slow one. Black? It wasn't black. Damn, you don't even remember, dude. You were in. And you don't have any rec- recollection of what it was. Now it's. Uh, uh, last Kiss? And now we're done. The, the, the chorus gets real big. What's that song sound I'm going like? hungry? No, that's Temple of the Dog, dude. <laughs> oh, you know the difference. Don't throw sideways at me. No, it's like a, good, a popular... Elderly woman. Play it. I seem to recognize your face. No? No. Dang, I can't believe you don't remember it at all. Christine, you could text... Josh might not know the name of it. <laughs> I might have been in the alley for this. You sure I was there for that? Oh, dude. Did I know you were there for it? I watched you more than I watched this guy <laughs> shred on guitar from the audience. He's fascinating, Lou. He's fascinating. Uh, yell that better. Yell that better. Huh? Yell that better. Play. You have to play them. I don't know the names of these songs. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to recognize the same words. You only like rap, rack, yeah. rock, rap. Yeah. <laughs> rock, rab, rock. <laughs> rib rock. Yeah, rib, ra- rib, rab, rock. Ragnarok. Bang. It was probably this. I know the beginning. Just to f- watch Lou perk up in the alley, hearing it. Like... <laughs> Start from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Is this it? Yes. 
Did, did you play, play from the beginning, though, just to know that Lou was back there? And he goes, no, no. and then I connected with one of the twins, but then the other twin said that he would be around, <laughs> and I could tell him my whole story again. And it... Is <laughs> 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 uh? uh? coming out like a prairie dog? Uh? <laughs> no, what actually, we went inside, because I knew the Sklars were on next, but Josh did like an audible and brought this guy from the audience to play mm-hmm. guitar. Who, and he goes, just play something. And the guy just started playing the song. So then the band joined in and Josh sang like a verse and a half of it or something and a chorus. And, and Lou, so Lou's already in heaven. I brought him Lou's in to weeping. watch. He's like, Will should be here. I brought Will should be here right now. It's just an impromptu fucking song. Goddamn what's really great. Will should be here. What's great is while Lou is, while Lou can't believe what's happening, he's got uh, uh, Michelle, I can only describe as having Puerto Rican stink face. And I'm like, this song sucks too. And Lou, the best is Lou is, uh, Lou thought he was watching a movie at the Magic Johnson Theater because I think it was something like uh, the Sklar Brothers uh, got on stage after this guy played the song and I knew they were doing a live by Pearl Jam. Lou didn't know that. I was like, oh, man, double shot. I was like, twins singing Pearl Jam? <laughs> Lou's gonna, his ears are going to bleed. Will, <laughs> Will's going to be, Will's cleaning a glass out and he goes, oh, oh, his eyes roll back. First, the, the story they told, they did a story actually before it their song, a which a lot of people don't do anymore. Jam, you just go up there and sing your song. Yeah. They sang a story about way early in their career, uh, at the time like, the movie Singles and everything was out, mm-hmm. they had a party. Like they threw a party somewhere, and someone's like, "Can I bring my friend?" And the friend they brought was Eddie Vedder, like a young Eddie Vedder. When he said, "Lou," literally <laughs> arms up, he's like, "No, no, it's impossible. No way, it's impossible." <laughs> and then they go, "I get." Is there a rumor that he has a bad eye, Eddie Vedder? Is Not that to a- my knowledge. Oh, I Two beautiful bluebirds. Uh, well, I'll tell you this: they make a joke. They go, uh, "We looked him in his eye." You know, the Scarbo's way. He goes, "We looked him in his eye. His good eye. He's got one good eye." And, and Lou, goes, Lou takes his hat off. He goes, ah, "That's not even true. That's not true." Oh, and he had his hat. He was like hitting his hat on his leg. Like, come on, bad info. L- Lou Mar- news. Lou marking out for Pearl Jam is so goddamn funny. He did not like the negative. And then they started doing a hey, live. Mom. I feel like whenever Lou's recording, us, I feel like it's like old home movies. Or like, yeah, yeah. hi, mom. We're we trying to do our radio show. Oh yeah, yeah. You gotta do this. You gotta, you gotta go. It's like. Take a noogie. The Wonder Years. Yeah, the beginning of the Wonder Years. Um, so they play alive, and Lou is just he can't clawing at the walls. It. I thought maybe when he ended up vanishing on me, I really thought that maybe he just like that was it. Like he ended his life, or he just went to he the just saw he just went to the roof sing to Pearl Jam. He just went to the roof to howl at the moon. And he <laughs> felt everything. He had all the feels. Song. They. Uh, it was glorious. They did a great job. By so the way, do, so did you, dude. Thank you, buddy. Although I'll tell you what I think. I mean, I don't know how you're going to beat twins singing. My alive. favorite. My favorite. I'll tell you exactly how you do that. Is at the end of a live, they start doing like the talking part, and where it gets sad, and they were like, yeah. "Why are we doing this sad shit? Baby? This is a party." Two, three, shake it, shake it, na 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 na. That's great. It was awesome. So like they got it back, but then uh, and this was the last night. Yeah, yeah, this was the last night. So then. I got off stage after the finale thing. Oh, this is a really funny one, too. Maddie Smith, who is just a delight. She's hilarious and sweetheart and great. She was blitzed. And uh, when I st- the first time I realized it, she came out and she was like, uh, she said to Avery, uh, Avery Pearson. Mm-hmm. He was like, what's this? Uh, she goes, what's that? And he was like, it's a pen. 
And I think she thought he meant it was just a pen. She thought he meant like a like a weed pen or something. And she just like hit it. <laughs> she like it was like, <laughs> like took pulls off of it and was like, okay. <laughs> So uh, what's the flavor? <sighs> so at the finale, at the finale of the jam, this is great. I almost forgot about this. At the finale of the jam, we did two songs. They did Bohemian Rhapsody and What's Up for Non Blondes, classics. Maddie Smith, drunkenly, is leading the church. She's right next to Josh, and I mean killing it. Yeah, but not doing bad. I was so worried because I knew she was drunk that she had her foot up like on the monitor and I know Josh, I saw him kind of knocking them over a bunch. So I know they're not like stuck in the ground. Mm-hmm. So I was mother hennishly like, I'm like, please, I don't want Maddie to like fall. Don't hurt She's having so much fun. She sang every word. She had her own mic. You know, the, there's like two or three mics floating around the stage, four mics maybe. Mm-hmm. And like there's 12 people up there. Uh, she had her own mic. Dude, and she was in the corner just owning it. Sings all Bohemian Rhapsody, all of what's up. Uh, what's going? On? And we go outside and everything. We're smoking, shooting the shit, and then it's just getting the to go time, to where the next story takes place. But I go, uh, we're gonna go over to Pete Terry's to get some food. She's like, I'm down. She's, I'm down to do whatever. Yeah. I was like, are you gonna come to Pete Terry's? And then she goes, then she looks over at Christine, and almost like in the seat. It may have been that from turning her head from me to Christine, just like zipped her, mm-hmm. and she looked at Christine. She goes, well, that's comedy jam though. And Christine was like, what? When she said that to you, were you like, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was like, what? She goes, the comedy jam. She goes, "What? which comedy jam? She's like, tonight. She's like, the one that just ended? And she went, she made a face like, no. <laughs> and I was like, Maddie, you were just like a major part of the finale. She goes, what? <laughs> I go, we just sang... We just sang What's Up and Bohemian Rhapsody. You had your own mic. You were foot on the amp. You were living it up there. She goes, time flies when you're not there. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was a great That's was what great she said? One. Yeah. That's so fucking funny. No, no. She was funny. She goes, oh, I am blackout. When people tell you they're blackout, it's the funny. That's so funny. She goes, oh, I'm blackout. Man. It was great. When's the, when's the comedy? Show? So then I was like, uh, so then I was like, uh, okay, well, I was gonna, we we're going to make sure we get Maddie back to the hotel. Mm-hmm. And then Rebecca comes up. And she goes, we're going back to the creek to drink. And, and at the time I was talking to Maddie, I go, when's your flight in the morning? She's like, I have to leave like 5 a.m. I don't know how the hell I'm going to do that. Damn, and Maddie, Rebe- that's a young comic thing to do. Rebecca walks like, over. I'll fucking I'll party. I'll go hard. Rebecca comes over and she goes, who's coming to drink at the thing? Uh, she goes, you might as well pull an all-nighter then to Maddie. Yeah. And Maddie was like, yeah. And I was like, no, nah, Rebecca, I think she's good. I don't think she can pull an all-nighter. She was like, sure she can. And then. Rebecca just took her, so I was like, all right, she's your, she's your responsibility now. God bless. One of my only flights I've ever missed was because of Austin. When I did South by Southwest in 2012, I just got hammered, and I was like, I'll just go all night. I'll just go all night, and I'll go right to the airport. Until 15 minutes before I have to go. And, and then, then... Well, we were staying in an apartment. South by Southwest, they, you just had to stay in like an apartment of a comics. Mm-hmm. They didn't give you hotel rooms because we were doing like the lower-end shows. Louis Katz had, an, uh, had a hotel at that old Radisson, and he's like, you can put your luggage in my hotel room. And he had a couch. He had one of the ones with like a little living room mm-hmm. in the thing. And um, dude, blackout drunk. Did my shows, blackout. But the same thing like Maddie. You're just living it up. You're like, this is the greatest. And I blacked out and I woke up on the couch of Louis' hotel as my flight was landing in New York. <laughs> and I was like, son of a bitch. I actually, not to make it sound like there's any negative what I'm saying, I think she had a fucking blast. Oh, it was moon. a blast. I think, I, that might have been her first moon tower, I think. 
and like she fucking yeah, so she Austin's Austin's a, you can you can really drink there. Oh, they, they encourage you to. Yeah, get it's a real built to drink town. It's a it's it's Lou's mecca. Well, Lou <laughs> Lou walks around now like he's gone full into the bush. Like he knows how to walk around. Maddie's experiencing rookie problems. Yes, Lou's over here. Fucking being like, nah, nah, nah. I, I went in there. We're going to go over the Iron Cactus, and yeah. then what? Kicking around. My buddy John works over at the parish. He, goes, he could probably get, he could slide us some shots. I could kick those tires. Outback in the alley, many, many people walk by. Not fans even, like festival people that were like, Lou, thanks. Thanks for the help. Like he was like working all weekend. <laughs> I did he a few up, sound checks. Yeah, he did a did couple. Did you really? Of, yeah. yeah. Sean Donnelly show, Celebrate. That's so great. We had Jessica Curson. I was the sound guy, and then we had those guys, JT and Chad from uh, from um, SoCal. Yeah, you know those fucking awesome guys. But you just stepping in and fucking killing it. Somebody's got to do it. You're just like it's like seeing a band with another member of a band you like in it, where you go, "Oh my god, is he playing guitar in the, at this festival?" And then he looked at himself in the mirror in the bathroom, and he asked the mirror, "He goes, ah, should I have any more canned wine? I'm pretty ripped." And the guy goes, "You did a lot today. You yeah. deserve it." <laughs> hey. None of those other shows would have got off the ground without you. Yeah, there would have been no sound for Sean Donnelly. Go have, have yourself a, a can of wine. Go have some vino. Have yourself some vino in a can. Go have some gas vino. He's so happy down there, and then everyone loves. He's so beloved down there, beloved. and then beloved. the addition this year of Michelle Stinkface. Yeah, Adam. <laughs> yeah. At Tyler was, oh yeah. It's so Michelle rules. It's so yeah. great. She Dude, great. I watched. I watched her. Watch Lou like a disappointed football coach at one point <laughs> with her cigarette in. Like, that's not the play at Equally all. Equally as drunk and looking at Lou like, why is he not holding it together as well? <laughs> she tried to give you, Dan, Dan and Jay, life advice, and I had to pull her away physically. I'm like, you're getting too comfortable. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know. She was fine. No, she was fine. She was full of love. She was great. No, she was fantastic. Everyone she had a was. great time there. And then I will say, and then Lou, after. Uh, the finale, I think Lou was gone. Sumi went back to his room. I guess that's what happened. Yeah. Um, you guys went back. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Real quick, let's talk about one of our awesome sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Metro by T-Mobile. Mmm. Isn't it obnoxious when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine printer bills that seem to go up for no dang reason at all? I hate that. Actually, brands usually want me to say a lot of yada yada when I do ads like this. But at Metro... By T-Mobile, there's nada, yada, yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, no surprises. They don't even want me to speed through the legal, so here it is. When they say no price hikes when you join, they mean your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data plans. Their only exclusions are for limited-time promos, per-use charges, and third-party services. I guess that really is 
nada, yada, yada. Go to Metro by T-Mobile right now and switch while you can. That's Metro by T-Mobile, nada, yada, yada. Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com. What happened? So after that, we went to P. Terry's to get a burger. Which is great, by the way. Ate it three times when I was in Austin. I'm such a fat little piggy. But it's open late and everything was done late. Oh, my God. I ate trash the entire week. Yeah. The Nashville and Austin. It was a real fucking slog. They They were just like afternoons into late nights that you're like, what's open? Yeah. What's open is usually, that's exactly it. You're just at the end of the night like, what? So you're either going to get local pizza, which is going to suck, or fast food, you know, it blows. Um, Jacob would have just done sit-ups instead. I see Mm -hmm. him nodding at me, that same nod when I make ideas for the show. (laughs) What else are you going to eat that time of night? You know, it's only McDonald's, right, Jacob? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it is like a food desert, a healthy food desert there. Yeah. You can't get anything there at... Uh, but those night. P. Terry burgers fucking rule. No, P. Terry's was fantastic, but we uh, we went to P. Terry's and it's packed. It Dude, was it was late at night. It is fucking slammed. Well, I've been okay with some of the things. That what's up, Lou? Arthur. Uh, P. Terry's. If you get there even like an hour before the bar shut, it's like pretty fast. Yeah. The, the, the other night we went there, we were in and out. I was eating it at nine thirty around ten o'clock because no one. Was That's there. a great time. That's a great time to go. We uh, went at 2.30, which is a half hour Shit. left. It's a college town. It's a drinking town. It's one of the I'll only all food it's... spots open. It's and fucking... Here's what else it is. It is this particular evening. The line consists of... It's like a movie. It was the most Abercrombie-looking, like, model yeah. dudes, like white dudes, and a girl or two with them. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the a bunch of Hispanic dudes with a bunch of girls all wearing dresses that just barely covered their nips and snatches. Pretty cool. In varying degrees of should be wearing that. Of yes, yes, no, no, why? More no's than yeses, but a couple of yeses. So, I don't know what was said in this line at one point where we're waiting for our food, but uh, there's... there's definitely a hubbub going on. You can't see... And one of the, and you, are, you, are you guys in the back of the line? We're we're waiting for the food at this point. So you've already ordered. Yes. Okay. Waiting for the food, but there's a lot of people there, and also, which is the place you want to be before chaos. You want to have your order in. Oh, that was a big deal. Yeah. In fact, I think one of the reasons it took us so long that we took us a long time to get our order was because of what happened here. Oh, yeah. The, the Puerto Rican one of the Puerto Rican girls, Latino. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they were Puerto Rican, but they were jawing with this one white girl who. So everything is going wrong. No one here is necessarily likable. The Latino girls are fucking just barking up. They're really ghettoing it up mm. and fucking making this witch more than it has to be. I'm certain of it. But the white people are definitely the girl. I think it's one of those things like the dudes involved are even trying to everyone to be like, you know, shut up, bitches. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like uh, the girls are just kind of having every the Latina girls are going big and screaming and trying to push through and fight. 
Uh, and the white girls are just kind of like having more of like the mm, whatever. That's why you're trash kind of vibe. You know Damn, what I mean? Damn, dude, that's like two. That's like a battle of two different styles of martial arts. The fucking apathetic rich white ladies versus the fiery poor Latinas that are just want a piece of their own land back. And these, it's it's just a tale as old as time. And then, but it's all going down in front of you guys at a P. Terry's at 2.30 in the morning. But it seems like the dons of these mafia families are trying both to not have this become so much of a thing. The the Hispanic guys being a little more, like, confrontational. The guy who looks like a pro surfer mm-hmm. was having much more of, like, the, all right, dude, all right, all right, let's just hey, kind of, like, you know, right, like whatever. He, that's he, enough. He's, he's the, most, the most reasonable guy, and I'll refer to him as that the rest of the story. And you're just saying that because he's white. And I'm so always say that because he's white. No, sight unseen. <laughs> I was on this. Guy's Honestly, side. walked in mid conflict and told you exactly whose side he took. No, every one of them seemed like awful people. Although this guy, I think, definitely did not deserve how it went for him. Okay. Because good preview. There's so many other uh, these Latina girls in their dresses, uh, with their buns and their boobs fu- and their ladies. Fu- I mean, just firing out like there, there, there's more come in, and there's another one that was sitting down and was involved and like what's going on bitch this tiny I mean tiny tiny little teacup chihuahua five foot at tops 90 some pounds maybe I'll tell you right now nipple piercings you can see through her dress she was hot she was actually hot she starts doing like the charge like she wants to bust through but while everyone's kind of going at it head on Mm -hmm. uh, so they're in a scrum no, they're trying to keep each other. They're trying to keep the girls away the from guys, each other. At this point. The Hispanic girls' boyfriends were like holding them by their waist as they're like flailing, and they're just like apathetically like looking away. Like, oh, here we go back. again. Here yeah, we like, go. Oh, again. they do this. All the white dudes are kind of like no one's looking to fight except the girls. The guys aren't getting involved. It, in is a physical the, thing is the all. white girl looking to fight? I can't see her. She's going like this. No, Bring she, it, no, she was fucking bitch. She was. She I don't was, know. If she was still talking what, shit. What it was? Like she was. Here. She really? must have been. Because, she must have been because the girls you. kept finding reasons to go back yeah. over. You're fucking tiny. <laughs> and you look the, like a child. I'll fucking kill you. So do the tiniest one. The tini- I bet you wear doll shoes. <laughs> I'll fucking kill you. The tiniest one. Yeah. Hauls ass through the crowd, and I'm like, oh, she's gonna get this girl, and we have. A naked girl fight momentarily on our hands. Everyone's in dresses. Also, Jay's the perfect guy to kick open the P. P. Terry's door and go, Naked girl fight! Yeah. Everyone's like, Oh, snap. Everyone's in the middle of 6th Street and they drop their drinks. They're like, Go, 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 go! So, the girl kind of busts through the line. Yeah, just breaks through. She has a phone in her hand. Small backs are sometimes the most powerful. She has a phone in her hand, mm-hmm. and she cuts through, and she goes right to the gut to the most reasonable man in this confrontation, and start th- catches him with like two wild fists from her left, and with her right hand with the phone, fucking drills him right above his eye Damn. and splits him. I mean, split. And this guy's like holding her arms. Yeah, he, he catches her arms like me. He's going like, "What the fuck is wrong? What's wrong with?" And I, at that point, give all kudos to that guy because I'm like, I'm sorry, world, if you're not ready to hear it. 
that girl would have felt some pain for me. I would have given her a swirly a and hot grease behind the thing. No, I, I said been... I think she was so smart. I think I would have broken her arms with my hands. I think I would have grabbed her arms and like <sighs> broken her arms. Without a doubt. She was tiny, but I would be like, no fucking, you got to learn. This is your lesson, lady. Two broken arms to learn that like you cannot, what's wrong, what, where the world do you live in where you think you run up to a guy, a man who can kill you with his hands and split his face open with a phone? You're going to get killed. You should scoop her up like a baby and hold her. And go, you stop it. You're having a temper tantrum. Now and She's like, I'll, divert, I'll kill you. Her snatch I'll did come out at one point, which was pretty great. Mm-hmm. Full puss? Puss. I thought it was underwear for the split second I saw. Christine thought it was Bush, but these girls didn't have Bush. It would have been so much Bush if it was Bush. No, I think she had a Melvin from a thong. Dang. Which could look like a Bush. Stink pussy. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. It probably smelled fine. But it was, uh, she was... And then they, they got them separate and they kind of got the, the Latino people out of the place. But then like one of them came back in to get the food still. That's really funny. And, Being and, sent back in to go, did he, do you have to talk to someone that you just fought? You go, did he say number 89? No police. I'm just waiting. No involvement from the staff there at no, all. No snitches. That's no, cool. No, oh, no, Terry. nothing. While it was happening, it was still, they were going like, 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 87. That's what I mean. <laughs> like, like they were still, and by the way, it's a it's a, it's a, a stand. The whole place is no bigger than this room. I wonder if P. Terry's, if they sent in a Waffle House crew to talk to them on how to behave. They're like, here's how this is going to go. You're going to see some fights. You keep plowing through those tickets. They didn't give a shit. I mean, no one got in trouble from what I saw. Not one person got in trouble. Those, those how Hispanic, bad was- Hispanic people were all outside the rest of the time, and we tried the wait around to see when the when the uh, well, the preppies came out. To them. I guess no one get Josh Admire said the, the security person that did show up like was uh was like giving knuckle pounds with the girl who split the guy's head open. How bad was that guy bleeding? Yeah, bad. When I came back in Like did I, he have to go to the hospital? No, he went to the bathroom and kind of cleaned it up. No, no, no. He need, oh, oh, no, no, he needs a stitch. 100%. Oh. He was leaking. It was bad. He but is that the first time you saw him was when he came out of the bathroom? I saw him. Well, I saw him right when it happened, and then I saw him come out. It was what was that's what was crazy about. Like, I saw her hit him with the phone. You're like, damn. And then like, as soon as like from that moment, it was just like you saw like a line like form, and then start like, and then like after a minute or so, it was like all like that should be face. A, that should be one of the things they promote the new apples with. They're like, you can split a motherfucker with this. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> crack, what a crazy crack a guy in the head. You can fucking, you what a crazy block. bitch that girl was. Yeah, I'm sure she's. Uh, you know. Probably not in a good place. <laughs> I don't know if you're fucking starting wild ass brawls at P. Terry's. Trash, dude. That was fucking that was crazy. Trash. That was no, trash. She's gonna that get was... hurt. Huh? Yeah. She's gonna get hurt. She's gonna do that to the wrong person. I and... wish it was that night. I really was hoping for that chick to get dragged and the shit kicked out of her that night. That's There's nothing worse than a thing. zany bitch. True yeah. to that, Joe DeRosa. Never the cruel words ever said. Man, just to be able to go, go fucking hit someone, bleed, and then go outside and be like, that was pretty sick. Yeah, did you grab my double burger? Uh, I said no onions. He goes, whoa, I know what you're capable of. I'll remake the burger. Oh, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. This is a little bit warm. No, 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 no. It's cool. She goes, this is how you have to get the perfect cook on your burgers. You got to split a motherfucker's head. Yeah, first and things first. Like, establish dominance in the room. If you, And then also, you kind of get a free Choco peanut butter shake <laughs> if no one's around. And then, we went back to our room, finished up packing. yeah. And woke up after an hour and went to the airport. Sick. With you, where somehow, some way. He says, now he says, we were. I'm going with he says. We were actively looking for Lou at the gate. 
because we went, man, Jay was like, dude, Lou was banged up last night. I wonder if he's going to make this flight. Mm-hmm. 7.30. We got picked up at like 5.30. The line was crazy. The, the line, line was the airport crazy. was insane. Did you have TSA pre-check? No. Then how, how did the you do it? You weren't on that you, flight. You, you were not on, that, on flight. that flight. You took a later flight and you're you lying. Weren't on that flight, dude. I did not. You took dude, a later flight. You don't want to tell people. DJ Lou, that fucking line was Christmas bad. It was, and I was late for it, but somehow I just zipped right through. How? No, I you don't. Didn't. Do- no, you didn't. I did. How do I got to prove it? I'll show you. I don't know. They said that the, their TSA pass? workers were are short. That's why they were trying to get everybody there two and a half hours before. Crazy. But I didn't have to do that because I have clear and TSA like an adult. And then, uh, <laughs> there's no, I couldn't guess how you were on that. You walked by both of them. Now, in fairness, I was exhausted, so I went to sleep. Did you see us when you got on the plane? No, and I forgot to look for you, though. But I mean, we're the first two rows. We were the Christine first and Jay rows. were the first people you see on the plane. How am I going to miss his hair and those two? I've been yeah, with the you Eagles for three days. On. I've been with you for three days. I would have saw you. I would have smelt you. You weren't on the flight. I was there. I asked Jim. He paid for the flight. I asked the boss. That's boss. what I'm starting to feel is that you missed it and you feel bad, so you just got another oh. flight because you don't want Big Jim to know. Oh, he had to fly on that Southwest. You're a problem drinker to, who can't make flights. He had to fly it under the name Will Witzke. <laughs> uh, for your information, Jacob Juice causes no hangovers, and I was that's great. Not uh, true right. in the history of alcohol. That's yeah. not true. Shout out campaign. Campaign though, <laughs> Jacob. I, I, I want to believe it. I just know it not to be a fact. If it's got booze in it, it's going to cause a hangover. Lou has been swearing to me. He was so. Th- uh, Telling me, thank you, dude. I drank all weekend and I didn't get a, head, a hangover. You didn't get one hangover. Nope. And I, I didn't make a fool of myself except for the Scalar incident. And uh, Mark <laughs> Maron seemed to love uh, I mean, me on campaign. Yo, you laughed at a man saying thank you <laughs> like he gave you a belly tickle. <laughs> thank you. Je- Are you jealous? <laughs> I was jealous of how excited you were that he was like, thank you, man. For real. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, dude. What an excitable boy. Uh, so Lou got home, however he got home. I was on that flight. Yeah, what were you on? The, were you on the landing gear like yeah. Commando? Did you, was it, you came on the Commando? <laughs> did you jump up on the wheels? Was I on a ghost plane? What did I imagine? Like, how do I get here? What, did you switch on like executive decision? Did they have a tube with another plane and loaded you on? By the way, when you call your phone, if you don't answer, it just says your phone's disconnected at yeah, the end. I don't get incoming calls for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> you should probably take care of that, don't you think? Especially when... There's no reason why that it's should a company. be. Nobody can get a hold of it. I don't get calls anymore. <laughs> Nothing works. <laughs> on a phone? It's a company phone. I, I, I don't know how to fix it. The, a cell look phone place. It. Look into it. No, I'm not looking into it. Call. <laughs> no, I'm good. You don't want incoming calls in your phone. Just text me. I kind of, I understand. No, he's going into a shell. I don't like this. I understand. You want to take our first break? Uh, yeah. I can't believe Lou's here. I'm happy about no, it. He, he didn't get my incoming calls, and then I called I called Black Lou this morning to see if he's heard from him. Uh, Dan reached out to Lou's brother. We were all so concerned because I'm like, his phone's disconnected. He's dead in a river somewhere, like in Austin. I thought he was still in Austin dead, and we just hadn't heard about it. I started preparing. Can I tell you the first words that uh, that Lou said to me when I said that? He goes, he goes, I'm ready to jump on the board, so it's fine. Um <laughs> Oh, can I tell you one more thing before we go to break, Dan? Sure. Oh, this might break into a whole thing. You're going to like this. I didn't tell anybody this. I don't think on purpose because it was funny to me that it happened. So Jacob uh, was hanging out down there like friends and stuff because he he's been there enough with us. So like, Jacob's a man about town. Jacob, I like that Jacob's got this mystery J- side life. Jacob told me uh, something. He was like, uh, he's like, I don't know if my friends are meeting up later or not. 
and he was at my show. Mm-hmm. And then I, I was like, oh yeah. And I just happened to be looking over his shoulder at his phone. And he, Jacob started doing this with his phone, trying to turn it away because it said like, probably just going to leave after the beginning of this one. <laughs> Something like that. He was like going to bail out on the show. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I saw oh. the text of him telling someone he's going to bail I soon. the whole time. He did stay because you know I sort of saw it. Oh. But no one said a word. But he's like, Huh? Dude, said, that's also. He was turning the phone away, and I was like, "Oh, that's something that, that is funny of changing someone's plans because you invaded their privacy." <laughs> I didn't know he, he was, was like trying to be honest. You're like, "Yeah, dude, I would love to. I'm going to meet up after this." And then Jay sees and goes, "Hey," and then Jacob's like, "The next text that you didn't see that probably hurt more was, hey, he saw that and now he's upset, so I got to change my plans. Yeah, goes, I'll oh, be there late. This guy's going to start crying if I leave now.' <laughs> yeah, they, no, they, dude, whatever just... restaurant they were at, they were like, hey, can you actually make that from four to three? Our friend has to stay now. <laughs> you just want to seem happening, so I just got to come off on the text. Like, I got so much stuff going on, I'm probably going to bail. You're just text- I do believe you. <laughs> Jacob, I believe you when you say But I didn't go anywhere. But, yeah, you didn't because you stayed, but I did look over the shoulder and it was kind of like... <laughs> Probably, I think he was like talking about the friend too. He goes, "I'm probably just gonna pull a move like you and uh, split after the beginning. Like I don't even have time for all this shit." What you didn't oh, realize oh. was J- Jacob was texting a doll the whole time. It's just the phone. You got one of the dolls. The doll so, phone. So it goes blue. So it just looks like it. He goes, "Honestly, I pay like thirty bucks a month for their service. <laughs> it's a lifesaver." Um, hell of a weekend though. It was great hanging with Jacob. You had fun, fun, dude. Jacob, you love it down yeah, there. Bummed, you know, you bummed you left early, but you, you had good time at Letterkenny, right? Yeah. Yeah. Really Got back show. safe. And mm-hmm. and Black Lou left, too, on Saturday. Did you leave after the opening, or did you hang in there for the whole thing? What's that? Yeah. Did you leave oh. after the opening? <laughs> no, yeah. I stayed the whole, the whole show. <laughs> Wouldn't miss it. <laughs> Wouldn't miss it for the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Black Lou, you love it down there, too. Absolutely love it. Hell yeah. And I just want to say... Uh, Jacob's neck was hurting because the hotel that we stayed in was like three or four bachelorette parties a night. All CW actresses that they looked like all. I mean, it was cr- it was crazy. Right at the yeah, like yeah Aloft is fucking crazy. nuts. Yeah, that that bar yeah. that's on the with the outside. Yeah, it was insane. You loved it. All like. You're welcome. Like, hey, ladies! Scarlet. I just bailed early on a show because I don't give a fuck. Yeah, is this like the guy who gives a fuck? Hey, you ever had wine in a can? They go, excuse me? You ever had wine? You ever get canned? <laughs> canned? I don't want like to, to take shit. Want me to wine in your can? Yeah. Huh? What? I mean, uh, let's take our first break. We'll come right back, everybody. It's the bonfire. You've been listening to Sirius XM's Bonfire. New episodes every Tuesday through Friday mornings and full shows always on Sirius XM. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. 
Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com.